Pipe Network presents. On this episode of season four, let's talk. Um, I think my why is to reach out to the Filipinos. Actually, before I started podcasting, I'm always I, I'm into self help books, so I read a lot of self help books, and I always find myself talking to my relatives or my friends, like telling them, "Hey, I read this book, and this book actually said blah blah blah." So. I I was thinking like maybe my friends are like <laughs> getting annoyed with me telling them like maybe I should just start podcasting and just share you know my journey. Hey folks, welcome back to the Rajiv Show, and I'm your host Rajiv Doreswami. And this show aims to help reach out to those who are currently struggling in life. And to remind you that life is indeed beautiful when you're inspired to make it your own. All right, folks. My guest today is one of the most lovable guests that I've ever had. And uh, the reason why I say the word lovable is this person sent me donuts, and I have to, I have to, you know, I have to put that into thing. My my guest today is of course Muni Muni. And she has her podcast. Uh, you gotta check it out. So, Muni Muni, how are you doing? Hey, Rajiv. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm good. How are awesome. you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Staying productive. And um, let's get down into the meat and bones of this conversation. Um, could you give my listeners a little bit of background about yourself? Huh background of myself i don't remember much about my childhood but i grew up with loving parents and siblings and i remember standing on a coffee table like imagining it was my stage singing lily miss and my dad was a journalist so i also grew up you know um into reading books i attended a few press conferences wrote a few articles in the newspaper and then i wanted to pursue painting so my parents enrolled us in art class or maybe it's just me but yeah one thing i'm sure of is that i was adventurous in terms of figuring out what i wanted to do with my life and i had to call my parents not a hundred percent like not a hundred percent most of the, but most of the time Hmm. They let me decide and they let me learn from my mistakes and I'm grateful for that. So, yeah, I could say that, you know, I was very adventurous. I tried a lot of things and huh. I made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, my next question is uh, connected to your, your opening uh, thing. Is mm-hmm. that um, if you and I were high school classmates... <laughs> Um, who are you in high school? Like, are you the person with the books? Are you the are you the kind of person who's into sports? You, you said adventurous, or you really you introverted type who's almost always in the library, you know, reading and this thing, never getting along with uh-huh. people. If, if you and I were classmates, who would who would you be? That is so interesting. Um, it depends in in what year where we classmates but i'm mostly the one with the books 
because I love reading. And I was actually bullied in my last two years in high school. Oh. I'm not sure what happened. Yeah. Or how it started. But I remember talking to my mom about it. I went home from school one day crying. Like I was bawling my eyes out mm. because I couldn't take it anymore. And my mom, bless her heart, asked me if I want to go to another school at first. At first, I, I said, yeah, I, I did want to go to a school because I mm. badly wanted to leave that school. Mm. Just leave them, you know. But the next day, I actually told my mom, you know what? I'll stay. She said, are you sure, sweetie? I said, yes, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, so that day, um, I confronted those who were bullying me. I talked to them. I asked them, hey, what did I do? Huh. What did I do to you that made you hate me this much? Huh. And they never really answered my question. That They just responded like, blah, 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 don't talk to me. <laughs> so it, it was a pivotal moment for me because that was the day I realized that they couldn't even answer my question. Maybe they don't even know why, why they're bullying me. Uh-huh. Maybe it's not because of me, you know? Insecurity, so, yeah, um, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't really know. I never, I never got a response from them. But yeah, I, what I did was I get on with my day and I just out with it you know thinking that maybe this experience is teaching me something and it did i'm not saying that it was a walk in the park it was more like a walk inside a haunted house but but yeah i did learn a lot and that experience really has made me stronger and more compassionate people to to people more compassionate to people so i would say that if you knew me in high school I would be the one with the books who is compassionate to other people that I see that are being bullied because I know how it feels, you know, firsthand. Also, I just wanted to put it out there. Like, if you're listening to Rajiv's show and you're being bullied at school, at work, at home, I'm sorry that you had to go through this, empathize with you. Sometimes knowing how people treat you It's more often than not a reflection of how they feel about themselves and not really about you. So knowing that might help you deal with what you're going through right now. It might help you cancel out the noise, you know. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I love how powerful you went right off the bat. And um, (laughs) you mentioned earlier your dad and your mom. I just want to connect the next question, of course, is who is your greatest motivator and why? Not my parents, <laughs> no, but I love them, but I am my motivation because the best kind of motivation is self-motivation. Mm, powerful <laughs> stuff, powerful, powerful stuff. And um, uh, connecting, of course, uh, uh, disconnecting from the first two questions, uh, I'd like to ask the next question is, of course, in the present time is, uh, what made you who you are? In, in your your level and uh, where where you at uh, in terms of job life everything you know right well you know that's that's a very good question what made what made you who you are um life really has shaped me to be the person that i am today my failures my mistakes 
my relationships and all the lessons I'm learning, they all help me. They all help mold me into this tiny speck that's in this crazy magnificent world we live in. So, yeah, I mean, you know, what whatever we go through, we grow through. That's what uh, I read the other day. <laughs> mm, interesting. Interesting. Um the next question is of course, uh if today was yesterday, what would you keep and let go of? Hmm. Uh that's a tough question, you know why? Um, I, I just I just ended my relationship with my partner. Oh. And yeah, that's sad. I know. Thank you. <laughs> but yes, I would want to let go of this heartache huh. just to get it over with, you know. Because my default is that I move on too fast. That's my default. Oh. And that's one thing I'm learning. I, I need to be vulnerable to deal with the heartache to deal with whatever feeling that comes with this experience and just process it mm. you know so i would say i'm keeping the pain for now to help me deal with my emotions to help me learn from the from this experience and i will let go of this voice inside my head that tells me to just shut it down close everything up forget it because at the end of the day if we mm. don't resolve our past it will keep coming back it will haunt us for the rest of our lives so i need to deal with this pain you know kind of connected with me <laughs> looking back at the <laughs> my previous yes previous episodes of course in my my life and my experiences it kind of ha- it is a fair point you you have a you have a good point As, mm-hmm. and wow you, you caught me off guard <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, we were just talking about like you know um, past mistakes and the the pain that comes with it. So yeah, and 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 it is true, you know, if we don't resolve it, it'll keep coming back. Like it will manifest in different ways. Like you you won't even know that. Hey, what is this? Um, what is this experience or what is this trigger? Why is it? Why why does it keep coming back? It's because of that past that you have not resolved or you have you haven't even dealt with. So it's very important that we deal with it. The funny thing about that 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 sentence is that uh, for mm-hmm. me, for me looking back, uh, it's it, it very weird. I, I think it, it, in human nature, it's very weird uh, as in in society, especially uh, when we're living in a fast-paced world. Um, mm-hmm. We have this uh, tendency of getting scarred too easy, and of course, uh, the anal- I think I think a lot of people. I-, I don't know if you might agree with me on this, but there are a lot of people who have a hard time recognizing the difference between what hurt them and what to let go of. And I think I I have that in in terms of my reflection. It's hard to mm-hmm. rationalize what really uh, hurts the most. Uh, and and taking that like as a lesson, it's it's very hard for me. And um, mm-hmm. I I don't know if you agree with it though. I mean, yeah, I, I do agree that a lot of people also have t- tough times, uh, tough ways of uh, figuring out how to figure out themselves, themselves. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We have different ways and how we cope 
on different levels of what what pain we feel and i think it's not about the gravity um of the experience or the pain that we are feeling like what matters most it's 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 a sort of like identifying okay well i gotta get through this anyway Hmm. so it's it's a matter of choosing what pain are you willing to tolerate for you to be able to grow for you to be able to learn those mistakes the the irony though in that is that um i guess uh, for me Mm-hmm. In terms of my style of how I I get uh, how I I understand learning lessons is of course, in terms of reflecting. You know, I walk a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned in some of my things. right, and that's where I get the learning. Uh, uh, I get to reflect. I mean, I don't know. Everybody has weird ways of uh, finding out, uh, saying what's broken. Like, uh, <clears throat> and uh, very interesting. I mean, uh, very interesting. But the the thing that always bothers me sometimes, is I think. The, the 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 toughest challenge in note, uh, I think, even in life, I guess, is that when when you're rationalizing an ideology, ideology, especially if it's a life lesson, sometimes the tendency is the ego attacks before the before the logic. I, I don't know if I got the right, message. Right, right. You know, uh-huh. when, yeah. uh, taking a look back, uh, of course, when when we we're young and stuff like that, we. We have the the uh, when we when we fight with someone, you know, uh, uh, when 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 we we're young, we have siblings, and then of course the eldest uh, fights, and and then mm-hmm. we have the fight, and then in the ration in the truth of the matter is the person who started the fight will not admit it. You mentioned that also with your your bullies uh, in in the mm-hmm. earlier question, <laughs> is that, <clears throat> but my 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 main logic there is that when 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 we we're kids. Uh, especially when we start the the argument or the 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 quarrel, uh, sometimes our ego gets the best of it, and then after a few days, sometimes it takes even years to apologize to uh, for for starting the the quarrel and stuff like that. I guess it's it, it when you get older, it gets much more easier to alleviate that. For some, I guess it it still takes time to practice it. I guess. Yeah, it does, and it and it's hard. Like I don't. I don't personally don't hold grudges like um, if it's done and we talked about it. I mean, I, I don't need, I don't really find myself looking for um, sorry. Like I don't need to hear your sorry for me to be able to be at peace with what happened. Hmm. It's really a matter of, you know, forgiving that person even if they don't really feel um, that they're sorry for whatever they did because at the end of the day it is you who is dealing with your emotions not really and it's you who is being affected with that emotion so will you be will you let yourself be affected with this fight that you had with your brother or with your ex or with your friend you know or are you willing to just let it go and just you know work out the relationship so it's a it's really a matter of dealing with it and accepting you know should should you just let it go i know it's it's easier said than done right yeah, true. True. it's so easy to say but and you know i'm not perfect like of course like i fight with um other people but what i'm saying is that 
would would you just let it go i mean you know if you're having a bad day or if you're having a bad five minutes would you let it be a bad day you know that's a good question for people who are tuning in you know it's (laughs) it's 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 a good very 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 powerful question to ask yourself you know would you let it go and um yeah in the beginning absolutely the answer is a definite 100% yes i'm sure <laughs> nobody will say <laughs> no right saying uh, it's like i won't forgive this guy and blah 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 and all that stuff especially cursing and all that stuff and then some some point in time say okay okay i i understood but yeah i mean wow we deviated from uh, the the questions that i normally <laughs> ask but yeah um i love the power I love the power of that conversation. Um, it, it's pretty cool how you rationalize uh, saying, and I really respect you for that. It, uh, that's a really an interesting, it's an opening and it's an opening insight to itself um, for, for a person mm-hmm. to understand themselves. And I think that's one of our main challenges as human beings is to open up that box and to figure out what, what we can get out of it and then where we can take it to the next level or where we can improve or where we cannot improve sometimes yeah as you mentioned is uh, our imperfections mm-hmm. are our main challenges so yeah that's true and yeah. also like um what i was when i was just talking to um the other guys uh just a few days ago hmm. um about the, my podcast is that we're not really like we grew up not really um, learning about emotional intelligence you know and mm-hmm. we we don't we don't have our all of our parents like I'm not saying they're bad but not all of our parents have this you know emotional intelligence mm-hmm. um, so so where are we going to you know learn that but from experience but from other people and that's why there's a Rajiv show so they can learn from you you know yeah <laughs> I like how that worked out I like how you connected that <laughs> right <laughs> yeah too I absolutely agree I mean uh, especially especially families who, who have that their problem with yeah divorcee and and you know broken families that that's a main challenge I guess mm-hmm. you know so, some True. of them and the, uh, and and the generation that comes after that it's it's more more of a challenge and how they picture the world you know it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's very interesting and i think i love to open this conversation i mean um i mentioned divorcee and saying we it's a bit it's it's, it's a tragedy coming from a person uh, who comes from um, a family a, a broken family i'll admit is that it's a, it's a main mm-hmm. challenge but as you grow old sometimes experiences you cannot really you cannot really grasp them in school because even school when they teach you the logical sense of everything it doesn't really make sense you know and um, that's one thing i empathize you know with the with schools and um, for the people who are uh, who people like you guys who are doing podcasts about self development that's that's uh, that's one one amazing uh, task in itself because one is um, there's no such thing as a textbook of the Muni Muni books, uh, <laughs> you know, a life lesson <laughs> experience quota and and one more the one more challenge is that everybody is different and um, uh, the people from mm-hmm. the mountains 
have a different uh, way of breathing in the air from those people who are in the cities who are polluted and and you know they have a different perspective they've seen they've seen trash but people people up in the mountain they look at it as an opportunity to to sing and the reason why i say that is because of course i'm from the latrini that area where of course we're surrounded by mountains and we are a part of the igoro tribe and and our our mm-hmm. viewpoint in life is much more different than those who are in the central area who are facing the heat and you know trying to make ends meet and that's uh, saying interesting and uh, yeah, wow yeah that is so true um like the other day um someone uh, one of my listeners were asking me so she sent me a message and she were she was asking me like okay well now could you answer this like how how can i be happy that's what she asked me and it's not i told her it's it's not black and white you know like what's happiness for you may not be happiness for me it's it's the same as success you know what's successful for you your definition of success is not my definition of success so it's the same thing with happiness but the thing is as long as we don't understand that how to live a meaningful and purposeful life Mm. and you know that it comes from you know the that happiness is mainly just a product of your mindfulness your appreciation being in the present moment really mm. as long as we don't understand that yeah we we will keep feeling this void with temporary pleasures in life so yeah um i just wanted to add that that it's 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 not the same you know we we all have different experience in life and what's happiness for you is not happiness for me so yeah that is so true i i 100% agree with what you said that it's not black and white it's we are not the same person you know <laughs> true moving on to the next question of course is that uh, what mm-hmm. are your thoughts this is a split question of course uh Uh, the first question is, of course, what are your thoughts for your future, and uh, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts for the future? The reason why I'm asking about the future is because um, we're living in different times now. We're not in Kansas anymore, yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, if I were to put this in a statement, um, just recently, my mom had a Google thing class, you know, and online classes and. This is not Kansas mm-hmm. anymore. I mean, I'm I'm uh, <laughs> is a different feel. <laughs> Prior to of course yeah, sitting in a classroom so learning and um what are your thoughts for the future? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Like uh, is it helpful? Is it not helpful? What are your thoughts? But before you answer the future, answer your thoughts for your future so that you know it'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting insight. I, I do have like a five-year, ten-year plan for myself, but I, I take it with a grain of salt. You know, like uh, I'm flexy, but because like if if I tend to um, over conceptualize and that think that this has to happen or else I won't be happy, so it it kind of limits you know what what I how I view my future, but. I was thinking like the other day, I really wanted to live a simple life, like an island life, you know, just live a simple life and basically just um, being content. That's my thoughts for my future, um, being content with my life. 
although that's really hard <laughs> like yeah. how you know it's not you know because you know it's it takes a lifetime really to change your values and your perspectives mm-hmm. and yeah but I mean at least be at peace with yourself and just live a simple life I'm not really your kind of city girl I don't even go to the mall <laughs> That's interesting. Like bef- you know what? Before the before the pandemic, huh. um, I, I I'm one of those people who literally like maybe made zero or one per- percent changes in their lifestyle <laughs> because I did I don't really go out a lot, <laughs> like maybe during weekends, but that's it. I, huh. I work from home, so. Not, nothing really changed and I'm also a germaphobe so I had like oh. a stock of alcohol in my room in my place so there's not really cha- not, not, not a lot of changes basically so, you're in yeah, heaven I'm seeing- in short you're in yeah. heaven <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing nothing yeah. changed like I, I just don't see my friends during weekends and that's it but and it's crazy you know we're living in a crazy time but i am hopeful for my future i can say that interesting about the future yeah um my thoughts about the future is that um it's still positive but not really toxic positivity like you're denying or you're invalidating what's happening right now Mm. but maybe we can we or we have all adjusted to what's been happening it's funny because i was just talking to my ex oh my goodness i was just talking to my ex about um okay what are your three wishes so that's what we were talking about Mm. and i was thinking like hmm okay so i can't really like use okay I'll, I'll i'll have another wish no <laughs> not like that but so my first wish was world peace of course very um miss universe answer <laughs> very fanatic um, my, my, yeah i know the matching you know wave wave y- your hands like that i like how you went and jenny then, springer on the thing <laughs> like extra wish no <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. My my second wish was for my loved ones. I am. I was thinking, should I wish for money? But you know, because most of the time when you ask people that, they would tell you like, "I wish I want to be a millionaire." You know, mm. I want to have all the money in the world. Mm. But I didn't wish that because money is an external force. It's paper. Yeah, it goes. It goes away. Like yeah. at the end of at the end of the day, like guys drink whenever I say at the end of the day. Uh. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um. So back to <laughs> thought. Um. Yeah. So I was thinking. No, I I don't want to wish uh money to my loved ones uh. because it goes away. Like it's paper. So what happens when they lose all their money? They go uh, back to their, square one. you know, square one, exactly. And whatever it is that, whatever issues they were de- dealing with, hmm. it will go back. It will manifest again. So instead, my my wish was actually inner peace and for them to be able to accept themselves 
and be aware of themselves. So, in a way, that's my my answer for your question. That my, what are my thoughts for the future? Is that I I am hopeful that during this pandemic we had this time yeah. to focus on our mental health, mm-hmm. and that in the future we will be more resilient. We will be more accepting of ourselves and to other people. And we will be more aware of how we react to the negative emotions, negative negativity, outside forces. So yeah, I guess wow. that's my answer. <laughs> powerful stuff. Powerful, powerful stuff. Uh, Thank you. And um, of course, I, I want to add this. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have a particular coach? Philosophy, you know, from it can be an actor, actress, anyone that you 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 wake up to. A philosophy like mantra, you know. Yeah. Um. One of the things that I always tell my sister is hmm. that the opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference, because you have to care about something. But because of that indifference that we see in other people, we are so afraid to be vulnerable. We are so afraid to take off this armor and just stand there and be seen for who we are. We are so afraid to do that, even to those people that we feel are deserving to see that. And what we don't realize is that, I read this from somewhere, your body will cry the tears your eyes refuse to shed. It's this idea that if you don't have a safe space to be vulnerable and if you never have someone to talk about how you feel, that's stress. It'll show up in places you're not expecting. And that's why I wanted to create this safe space where I post tough questions for self-reflection and social media Mm. and people in the community can answer. That's why... If or when my friend is having a bad day, Hmm. I ask them. I talk to them. I ask them, do you want to talk about it? Hmm. Because sometimes, the less we talk about how we feel, the more control it has over our thoughts, our lives. One thing that I always say is that we cannot go it alone. Like, no man is an island, you know. Believe me, I tried to go it alone. It did not end well. Same so, here. Same yeah. here. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my philosophy in life. Like the the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. Wow. Um it, it's funny. When when you <clears throat> when you said that uh, the, the quotation from that book, um I, I felt it. I mean <laughs> yeah, you know, the words <laughs> the words were so powerful. I mean it just whiplashed me. It does, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> and really interesting. You really got a, you have some powerful stuff. I mean, you have a lot of powerful stuff that makes makes a person think and challenges the the thinking. And that that's actually good. That we need we need thinkers nowadays. You know, with uh, with the social media, the clanging and banging, and then. You know, I know. The, uh, <laughs> with but, all the noise, yeah. The, the external forces that's generating. Um, uh, a lot of ideological things and um, a lot of reactions mm-hmm. uh, without 
without uh, the need, uh, without the knowledge of consequences is really yeah it's, it's really a challenge and especially with the external forces we have the internal the, the entire internal concept which is also a challenge in itself i mean it, it's hard to it's hard to <laughs> first it's, it's hard to go past uh, point a uh, which which is the external mm-hmm. and getting into point b uh, internal that that's like uh, going down a different level um and i think people are looking yeah. at life in a different way I, I, and that's how i see it i mean what justifies society is that it's like the trend thing i think yeah trend has been happening for almost years and decades already and um mm-hmm. it's, it's like the fish follows the the crowd and um it, it's rare to see uh, uh, one fish uh, swim away from the crowd you know create right, his right, own right. and you know and yeah and yeah. i do agree with the with the fact that some of us isolate ourselves not just for the need of um of social uh, uh, being socially accepted i mean coming from a person who had a tough who have a, who still has a tough time uh, blending in with society it's it's always been a challenge and um i wanted to emphasize this actually uh, it, in order for me to grow is that when when i was uh, uh in in college um I've mentioned this in our, our previous conversation is that I've always had a tough time uh, connecting with people is uh, one is um, it's not because I don't like people I love people the mm-hmm. fact that we're having this conversation is that I love right. talking to people I love <laughs> to talk I love to share I love to learn and um, the best books that Boy, the best books aside from the tangible books that we have is of course the book of life and everybody has a different chapter and some are in uh in, in chapter 99 and some of them are stuck in chapter one and uh, mm-hmm. i love to learn for me um it, I, I like an inter- I, i like like i said i i like an intellectual stimulation and uh, mm-hmm. i always i always look to learn about things that i've never thought of before and i think that's that's where my curiosity sing uh was great uh, uh got me into music and arts and of course i'm um some some people who don't know me well is that i love history i remember uh during my 12th grade 12th standard um i think i memorized the history now i'm i'm not really good with the numbers but i oh, wow. i mm-hmm. i memorized the di- uh, the the names of the years and the eras where indian Uh, India from the Harappan civilization to the modern mm-hmm. contemporary and it, it is beautiful and um, and that's that's one thing I like an intellectual stimulation if so and it's rare to have that you know it's rare to connect with someone <laughs> you know um, before we uh, get into of course my my favorite topic uh, we're gonna have a short break and folks who are listening will be back Looking for a podcast on TV and movie discussions? Try Review. Catch new episodes every Saturday, 6 p.m. on your favorite podcast streaming platform. I'm your boy Wesley. Don't forget to smile today and see you in the next review. Hey folks, welcome back to the Rajiv Show. And of course, my guest, the lovable... Mooney Mooney. <laughs> hey. <laughs> We had an amazing conversation about very deep philosophical stuff. I gotta say, you gotta go check out the podcast. I know the plugging of podcast is gonna be in the end of this episode, but I gotta 
I gotta encourage you guys to listen to her podcast because she she tackles about a lot of stuff like uh, saying uh, interesting questions that you never thought of asking yourself in isolation, especially at times like this. So now let's get into the segment. Uh, we're gonna jump from certain seg- uh, topics here. Uh, first of all, of course, uh, we are both podcasters, as you guys know. Um, mm-hmm. How does it feel to be a podcaster? I gotta ask. <laughs> how does it feel to be a podcaster? That's, is that a trick question? <laughs> I mean, it's an honest question because uh, it, it's fun. For no. me, for me, it's yeah. fun. But for mm-hmm. you, I gotta ask. Because I, I'm sure a lot of people who do podcasts, they do it for the sake of... Uh, they, they don't have that internal... internal. See how we connected it back to the previous... You know, they don't have that right. reasoning of uh, doing what they do. You know, they just do it like yeah. machines. So, I just, out of curious, like... Yeah, I forgot the question, but yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, for, I, I... How does it feel to be a podcaster? It's... I don't know. Um... The the only difference now, before my um, pre podcasting life, is that I don't really go. Um, I'm I'm not really on social media that much. But now, like ninety nine percent of the time, I'm on social media because I'm talking to my listeners, talking about like what they want to, what topics do they want to you know um, for me to cover the next episode or really reaching out to people or people who have you who are reaching out to me because I'm also a personal development coach but what I do now is I do pro bono um, especially now because of um, I also make clients right now are kids that are doing online classes because it's very difficult right now Hmm. Um, and they they really can't open up to their parents because, you know, their parents might get stressed out. Mm. They really can't open up to their friends because they 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 have this fear of getting judged. Like, why why can't you keep up? I can't keep up. Why can't you? So they have this fear of getting judged that they're missing out or they're being left behind. So it's really more of an op- open conversation, and it's really more of um, being a facilitator or guiding them to reach whatever goals they have. Um, so it has really it it has changed my life for the better in terms of reaching out to other people. And but at the same time, it's also a heartache because you know um, I, I've talked to my other listeners and um, like. Some of them share what they're going through right now, which is very painful. Like it's 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 heartbreaking to know that they're going through this um, tough time, and the that to do is you know to be to listen to them because most of the time, they, when they talk to their friends, um, what they always say is that I uh, my friends don't really listen. Like what they do is give me advice when I only need. Listening, they don't you know, practice what just, they preach, kind of concept. No, like um, they just wanted to be heard, but what their friends do when they share their pain is that they they get judged, like so something like that, or 
they give out advices when they're not really looking for advice. They're just looking for someone to listen to them. So um, that's also my way of, you know, um, reaching out to people in podcasting. Also, um, I think my why is to reach out to the Filipinos. Actually, before I started podcasting, hmm. I'm always, I, I'm into self-help books. So I read a lot of self-help books and I always find myself talking to my relatives or my friends, like telling them, hey, I read this book and this book actually said blah, blah, blah. So I, I was thinking like maybe my friends are like <laughs> getting annoyed with me <laughs> telling them like maybe I should just start podcasting and just share, you know, my journey. Um, I, I, I'm also... I can't say like a survivor, um, but I, I had suicidal t- thoughts. Oh, um, I was diagnosed with bipolar too. And it was, I've I, I gone through like dark, dark times, you know. And that's one thing that I realized is that even if, even if you listen to a million self-help books, even if you read a million self-help books if you're not ready to take responsibility for your own life mm. nothing will happen to you so yeah um it, it took a while like i was it was in my darkest times that i realized that i need to you know i need to just get get this thing over with and deal with it you know and when when there came a time that I was ready to move on, mm. I was ready to start my life over. Mm. Um, then I was looking for you know so okay so where do I begin like how how can I start? Oh, you know that's the toughest question so I, yeah in life. Yeah I know you're right because like if if you've been spending a lot like a lot most of your time or like months or years sitting in the corner like where do you go from there when you're ready to move on where do you go from there so mainly this podcast i wanted to for it to be um an avenue or a platform for those people who are ready to take on um to take responsibility for their life you know for the changes that they want to make in their life so that's why i asked those tough questions and I wanted to share, you know, my journey and what 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 I learned during my journey and what I'm still learning. Yeah. That's that's how my podcasting is. Wow. My podcasting world is <laughs> right now. Wow, it's very powerful. It's, it uh, took a different turn. <laughs> <laughs> not afraid to be vulnerable because you know um it's very important to be you know to be seen and to open up especially now because there's a lot of bottled up emotions um because there's this you know the society um that we live in mm. tends is, to put a makeup it, on everything i guess I yeah know. and everything yes so i mean just you know just show up yeah. And just be honest with yourself, you know. Coming from podcast, uh, from the conversation about podcast, I want to transition into <laughs> art. You mentioned earlier that um, art is uh, you. You do art. 
So with mm-hmm. with arts, do you do you use it as a form of self-expression? And uh, if you do art, do you have a particular theme when you create your 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 piece? Um, yeah, I do art as in 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 a way that it's a release for me, or if. I find myself demotivated or uninspired. I always go back to doing the things I love because mm. I mean, we're I'm working like I work from home, mm. and of course, like it's it's not really you know it's work you know. Mm. So whenever I feel like stressed or motivated or um, uninspired, what I do is I just open up my you know watercolor. <laughs> Mm. Uh, stuff and just you know do do whatever I want um, and it really helps a lot um, because that is a part of my intrinsic motivation so whenever I do that it makes me happy and mm. then it satisfies my intrinsic motivation thus helping me move on and do the tasks that I need to do for my work so yeah It's been an avenue for me to help me do the things that I need to do. Interesting. And uh, the question, the second question is, do you have a particular team? Uh, do you follow uh, movements like art movements? Do you do pointillism, abstract? Um, of course, you, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's going to be tough if I were to ask you that you do Renaissance, you know, chapel-like <laughs> painting no. on the ceilings. Yeah, I but, wish. <laughs> but do you do the, the, the earlier contemporary movements like uh, Cubism, uh, Pointillism, abstract, uh, abstract Expressionism, you know, the Jackson Pollock stuff? Do you, do you follow right, those right. particular themes in terms of expression? As you, you know, um, lay the brush and the canvas or the paper or yeah. Um, well, my favorite artist is Edward Munch. So most of my freehand um, paintings are um, really inspired from his work. But what I usually do is, um, especially now during the pandemic, I just paint like the beach because it helps me like because I miss the beach so much because I'm a water baby uh, so I like painting the beach and yeah right now that's what I do just I, I paint whatever I miss so if I miss eating donuts I paint donuts <laughs> <laughs> you had to go there <laughs> But, uh, um, this is interesting interesting um Uh, when what is um, what got you started to painting? Is it uh, is it someone who inspired you to get into painting, or it was just a thing in school that said, or it was just a part of the curriculum in school that it, that school that said that okay, kids, you need to paint an apple, or paint whatever pencil, whatever it is, draw a pencil or stuff. Huh, interesting. Um, I don't really like um. I don't really like it when people tell me what to do. Even my teachers, like I do it, but I would yeah. hate you. <laughs> but um, no, uh, I, I'm not sure how it started. Really, um, it just that 
I told my mom, I, I think I saw a painting when we were out. And then I told her that, hey, I, I wanted to try out painting. So that's why she enrolled me in art class. Hmm. And that's where I started, um, yeah, I started painting. But, yeah. Painting is like, what's your, what's your, can, uh, what's your medium? Uh, do you do uh, sketches as well? Or do you just do painting on canvas like the watercolor, acrylics? Uh, what what's your uh, what are your art? Yeah, I was gonna yeah, go with I, I also... <laughs> art style. Yeah, what are your mm-hmm. materials and what what what's the stuff? What's the stuff that you use? I also do sketches. Um, I remember, I I remember going up the roof of the house, just mm-hmm. me, my sketch pad, and my sketch pen, oh, and so, and just yeah, that's. That is so true. I so agree. And it was so peaceful. And I just drew whatever I was seeing on the horizon. So I think, yeah, I, I also sketch. Um, I mostly do watercolor paintings. I used to um, paint the walls of the house, but um, I live in an apartment, so I can't paint the walls. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I thought you were going to go with the Renaissance, you know. No, Patron, I wish. What do you what do you want me to paint this this corner with some Mike, Michelangelo? You know? Michelangelo, like the reaching out, you know, yeah. the angels. Oh my goodness! How many yeah. square meters? You know, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. You just gave me this as as a creative person. You just gave me. This. I was just when you mentioned, you know, you you go up to the roof and uh, saying. There was this image. Uh, it, it was kind of an anime image. I, I don't know if you can mm-hmm. picture this with me. So the, the image that's in my head is, of course, uh, an anime young teenage uh, kid who's sitting on top of the uh-huh. roof and, of course, painting whatever his c- scenery. And then what ruins that moment is, of course, the mother. Come down for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Time for dinner. Yeah. So kind of. Yeah. You go down, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of, oh it's weird. It's, it's one thing, one creative thing about conversations. You know, you get to paint. There's, a, it's a habit of mine. Sometimes it's a tendency, especially when you, when you have a very simple conversation, and then it leads to saying that. That's how my mind works. Is yeah, as a creative person, yeah, both oral and nice. visual. Uh, and yeah, um, guys, I I saw Rajiv's painting. It was crazy good. <laughs> you should show your paintings to the world. <laughs> uh, my my way of expressing my art, um, it's more of a combination, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, just like you, I also studied in art, but uh, my my field was uh, this was actually the help of my father. And mm. um, I mentioned this also in my earlier the last years where uh, I studied animation for two years. The reason Mm -hmm. behind that was uh, earlier on, uh, before I failed my high school, uh, I used to do comics. You know, I was fascinated with with comics. You know, we could we could open up another season where we I could just talk about the Batman, (laughs) Superman, Justice League. You know, I'm I'm always ready for a conversation like that, and um, I'm an obsessed. I mean, I, I don't really have that. I'm not really that fanboy who goes after the movies. I mean, I'm in it for the art of the the creative right. thing because you know 
creating comics is not that easy and especially the creative periods and the genres so my dad uh, f- saw this potential in me where i draw these comics and uh, when when it was both uh, two of us at home he said why won't i enroll mm-hmm. you in animation you know so that you can take your drawings and ideas and then trans- transcribe it into digital format and out of curiosity i i I bought into the thing and uh, it was fun actually it was an interesting feeling it was just that the uh, uh, most of the classes that uh, most of the classes that we had was not really as fun as it was because um uh the span of 2 years it, uh, um most of the stuff that we learned was of course in the university of YouTube because YouTube had more more information oh. than the course it was kind of it's it it a weird deal two years oh, wow. um, and um uh, i remember in india uh, my, my mode of transport I'm, i'm i'm not really an athletic type of person and mm-hmm. but during that time uh, i used to cycle a lot you know just to get uh, just to the thing so that's why i mentioned earlier i used to do walking because in india it was either i cycle or i walk It, do- it doesn't matter where i go to you know areas like uh, areas far far from home and um, there were days that i i remember traveling to to college and um, i used to travel in a cycle so believe uh, try to imagine me competing with huge buses I- i'm sure you've seen those images oh, in wow. facebook where you get to see the overfull right. buses where people are already falling off of the yeah. bus and the bus So imagine me competing with that side by side and almost highway you know and beating the traffic you know I got dented a few times there were near death experience but oh, I, I I missed the I missed the challenge the thrill and, uh, yeah I mean <laughs> uh, believe me um the, the first time we went to to the college um it was really fun I mean I had an experience because uh, the moment we were traveling Uh, I've had uh, in my head I've already mapped up I, I like I said I'm a visual guy I've already mapped up what road to take and how to take it when we were heading towards the college because it was a art college and it was a small piece of that uh, thing so as we were traveling in the car I I've mapped it out like Google Maps where okay I take this road mm-hmm. I take a right here I take a left there I climb up a hill and then of course um, I slide down the hill take a turn and then compete and then yeah And uh, I kind of memorized it. Was it the it. first time that you did it? First Were you screaming? Um, uh, for me, uh, the cycle that I had at that time was not geared. But uh, mm-hmm. had I known, I, 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 at that time, I never knew the mechanics of geared cycles. I'm an, uh, so I was only in one particular level when I was cycling. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I got out of the cycle, my legs were shaking and... Um, It felt like I impregnated something because it was really, <laughs> it was really shaking. Like I mean, oh I could, my goodness! I couldn't take. Like <laughs> I remember the first time I traveled, parked the cycle, locked the cycle, and all that stuff. And uh-huh. uh, uh, the and uh, yeah, I was just shaking. First four, first four steps or three steps, I was literally like uh, saying uh, I did leg day or something. You know, I had I, I did squats right. and thing and leg day. Kind of got it. It became subconscious to me in the end of saying. And uh, there were times that I used to uh, there was there were times that I used to travel to college uh, during uh, the when the rainy season, and um, there were times that uh, sometimes we have a communication problem in school. Like 
uh, we ask our professor, it's funny, we asked our professor like, uh, do we have class today? And you know, he says, don't message me here, you know, come to school and ask. And it's so funny that most mm-hmm. most of the times that, that tends to happen we get to class uh, the moment I get to the college, especially when I go into class. Of course, there's a lady who's uh, who's uh, securing that 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 portion for us. Of course, we I, I imagine me sweating from head to toe. It was really saying, and then I'm going there panting. Like imagine I just I just cycled an oh, entire wow. marathon, and then I just go there, and then the person <laughs> the person just sitting there, you know, chill, like very chill, and then right. And they're saying no class today. No class today. <laughs> so imagine that. <laughs> imagine that. And um, oh I love goodness. the place. I love traveling to the place because the mm-hmm. college that I studied was uh, an art college. It was uh, top-notch, uh, saying art college. And the when you you enter, it's actually a second level. Um, it's a second level where there's a gate that uh, gets you into the college. And of course, before the college, mm-hmm. there's an art gallery which has phenomenal Indian artworks. Um, if my listeners are tuning in, uh, you should check out Ch- uh, Chitrakala Parikshat. That's that's the name of the saying, the art the art college and the museum. It's a phenomenal place to be. Um, and um, I kind of miss, I, I kind of miss the ventures. Uh, there were a lot of stories, <laughs> a lot of stories I missed. Um, there were also times that when we were heading back, um, it, mm-hmm. we, me and my my classmate we used to cross a train tra- train track we we had we found oh, this wow, mall really yeah we were I, I was an adventurous kind of person as you mentioned the word adventurous already countless times mm-hmm. um, I was also an adventure person and um, something that uh, uh, something that I really love is finding new shortcuts that could help me you know shorten the distance from thing because the travel is much longer. And right. uh, me and my friend, we we used to go out and uh, we used to have food and stuff like that. We have uh, street food and stuff like that. And there was this small pathway where we take the cycle. It's me, him. We we're, we're just joking around. And then after that, uh, we're carrying the cycle through a, a thing, um, a path, a small path where only people who can walk can only make there. This is like a path for only people who walk. And uh, <laughs> I remember that was really intense. But luckily, we never really got uh, saying we never really got hit by any of the trains because uh, the trains never showed up at that time. We we, we were perfectly timed, and uh, yeah, it was did, did amazing. it cut off your your travel time? Did it cut off your travel time? Uh, at that time, we were traveling home, so we were much more loose traveling home than it was traveling mm, towards. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> and as mentioned earlier, I used to go drenched. Like there were times where unexpected rain. It was weird. Uh, this was weird exp- uh, uh, experience. Is that um, I'm a bit paranoid when when it comes to traveling in a cycle during that time because every time I notice this, you know, when I, I'm not really a fashionable guy, whatever I have mm-hmm. in the closet, okay, that bada boom, and then you know, go off. And Finish, uh, yeah. <laughs> there were many a times. Where I wear black pants, and uh, it's strange enough. In that particular, there was never a single day that if I never wore black pants or black jeans at that time, I won't get drenched. You know, it was 
every every time oh, I wow. wore it. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, really? I used to go home. Yeah, drenched. <laughs> it's <was> funny. <laughs> and yet, you still wore black pants. <laughs> yeah, and um, after all raincoat, that, yeah, raincoat and umbrella doesn't really help the the journey. It was, you know, because mm-hmm. you're traveling in high speed, and then you're you're wearing a hood. 30 seconds prior right. to the time that you're already speeding the hood already uh, the wind already knocked the hood out of your head so it was kind of, yeah and um, uh, imagine that there were certain days that I used to go travel to school drenched and then uh, teacher the guard guardian to say that uh, you know teacher is not around and I, you know I often ask myself what the hell am I doing with my life <laughs> <laughs> But those experiences is the funny experiences that I miss in wow. India, especially in art. And um, uh, it was a fun. Ex- it's fun. I mean, the, the challenge of uh, animation is another conversation that uh, I'd love to share. I mean, I had a portion of it in my uh, thing, season two, uh, last years. So yeah, I mean, that's uh, an amazing. <laughs> that was the longest uh, explanation of, of course. Um, Thank you so. <laughs> my art. Thank you. So much for sharing your art school experience. That oh, yeah. was crazy. It was crazy. I can't imagine getting drenched and yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, and knowing that the class is suspended. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I swear it. Yeah, I love. I love this thing. Working out, uh, working, uh, uh, traveling. Um, and um, there were also a lot of negative stuff that happened to me. There were times that I got hit. I got dinged a couple of times. Uh, there was um, there was an incident where I was heading home. I was listening to music, but my music was soft enough that I could hear uh, passing by. I was crossing this um, passing by. It's an additional uh, portion that I wanted to share. Where uh, I was traveling and the road was empty, and as I crossed, my music wasn't that loud. I, a bike dinged the my my cycle, and uh, my cycle literally broke oh, wow. into half. Uh, And um, the, the, strange enough, uh, I survived that uh, thing. Uh, I, I didn't get, uh, I, I, I didn't get the uh, uh, thing. Uh, but my cycle got dinged to the point that it was. Um, I think for a couple of days prior, uh, after that, uh, that incident, I was cycling a cycle that was heading towards the left side, even when I'm heading straight. So basically, my focus is straight, and then my my front end is like uh, saying it's, it's like. It's like a snapped um, uh, pizza, I guess, because pizza you can f- fold it back. You know, you snap, you snap yeah. it midway, something like that. Imagine that. So the that was an ex- scary experience, and uh, the person didn't apologize. The, the person just drive drove off. Oh uh, no! But I was That's lucky. Sad. I was lucky. I, I, yeah, you were. It's crazy. Oh my goodness! Every time uh, I check my cycle, it's always my brakes because it was rubberized and uh, the weather and stuff like that, and a lot of the incident. But that that cycle really uh, uh, served me well. Uh, <laughs> uh, ever since, I, I never really. I'm <laughs> I'm still uncomfortable with the geared stuff. I mean, I'm the old school. You right. know, one one level. I don't care how high the mountain is, but I still, you know. And that's one thing about life. I you never know. really understood the gears. Yeah, it it is particular levers where the the paddling. The, uh, in my experience, how I interpreted it is that there's a science to it. So as you switch the gears, the paddling mm-hmm. portion becomes much more easier, and the the 
in order for you to use the pad, especially when you're traveling, you know, uh, since you're adventurous, uh, when you're traveling, uh, when you're going uphill uh, on a regular, uh, similar, uh, straight level cycle, you have to exert effort in order to push yourself as you ascend, you know, as you ascend up yeah, a yeah. hill or a mountain. But in a gear, when uh-huh. you per- put it in a particular level, uh, the the chains will will make it much easier. So the more you pedal faster, the more you speed, uh, the more it will be much more easier than you know struggling, getting your leg up and get you know. Oh, so it becomes much more easier. Yeah. And then of course, when you want to put it in the normal, you know, straight uh, thing. And then of course, when you want the back. So that that's how I interpreted it. It's, it's a really complicated thing for me to under uh, to explain, but that's the gist of it. It's um uh, that's the gist of uh, the gears. But it's fun. It's fun. Uh, it's fun way to experiment and learn. So, <laughs> but the adventures that you can, you know, one thing I like to encourage people is always uh, figure out some some way to thing expand your experience thing because the more you write things in your life and you're in quarantine you know you're you're missing out a lot it's sad yeah you're sad you have all these regulations but there are a lot of things that you can use you know especially uh you know discovering places that's that's one thing i encourage people who are tuning into the 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 episodes you know these episodes that I, i encourage you guys to sing so yeah yeah, that's true. That is so true. Um, there are a lot of things that we can do right now. I mean, yeah, we are quarantined, you know, like, and there are limited places that we can go to, but we can start, you know, cleaning Figuring the house. Figuring out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Figuring out. Cleaning out the Figure. closet. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. really. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> or maybe you want to, if you want to start your own podcast, like, you know, go ahead. Not just, not just that. Go. I want to add on to her, uh, to Mooney's uh, thing is that get adventurous and start blogging, blogging. Try everything because um, to some people, of course, a lot of people here who are tuning in probably uh, are not the type who like to talk audio wise. Or, or for me, sometimes uh, I'm still learning to get myself in front of a camera. So I did podcasting, but I'm still learning to get my. Uh, I'm still trying practicing. You know how to be in front of a camera, although it's challenging. Mm-hmm. It's it's something worth trying. You know, if if that's not your bag, blog away. You know, right? A lot of writers nowadays. Um, I've uh, I've spoken to a lot of writers who encourage writing as a thing as a medium. It's basically like we mentioned art. You know, you have a lot of stuff that you mm-hmm. you can think. It's a in, in art you have a lot of thing uh, uh, outlets. Uh, outlets. Some people yes, like drawing, that's so true. drawing. So some of them get into comics. Some of them like uh, painting, so they get into painting. Mooney paints be- beaches, and that'd be an interesting thing. And you know, things that inspires her. So there are a lot of outlets. And then art is not just the sake of art painting and creating a visual thing art can go go into animation movies uh, baking I, I had a conversation with a friend of mine who is a baker I also consider sports Yum. as an art and um, yeah there's a lot of things that you can generalize in the field of art where you got to be open to it and you, you, 
you know you, you develop that love for it and of course uh, the practical practical aspects of course you have to know your your practicalities you don't need to be more uh, you, you you need to stop th- thinking things ideologically and you know you need to be more practical also have a balance of yeah both. and all that is so true and also like how would you know if you like to do this you know um certain art if you haven't tried it and exactly. if you for example if you wanted to try writing and you don't know where to start you don't even know if you like writing just you know start writing about your thoughts like even simple simple words like it doesn't have to be perfect you you know on your first try so yeah Uh, that was an amazing art talk segment. I really love this art talk segment. <laughs> we've we've deviated a lot. I love your story. <laughs> we've deviated I love your a lot. Art school story. It was so fun. <laughs> uh, oh if anyone goodness, wants to connect with you via social media, how do they find you on social media? Yes. Um, hello. I'm inviting everyone to please follow my social media. Um, I am everywhere. My um, social media is Muni with Muni. I am on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I'm also on Pop- Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter, TikTok, and Kumu. I- I'm not lying when I say I'm on everywhere. <laughs> and also, if you like my episodes, please share them with the people you love. Guys, you gotta. Tune in and be amazed. Amazing, amazing voice, amazing personality, a very lovable, uh, a very lovable, admirable character. Thank you, Moni Moni, for being a part of my show. And I'm hoping to hear from you soon. Uh, I'm I'm looking to expand um, conversations as well, um, and uh, with with the next coming season soon, coming soon. And um, thank you again for being a part of the Rajiv show. Thank you so much for having me, Rajiv. Love, love. Keep inspiring. I look forward to yeah to our next um, guesting or to our next episode. Love that. Awesome. Thank you. And uh, cheers to those who are listening. Cheers and stay safe.